Oh, lover. It's episode 51 of your Cosmic Mama podcast. I'm your hostess, Andy Murphy. Today, we're getting into the descension of ascension. We've talked about it a lot. Maybe you have concepts of it, but fuck, I just lived it. I am on the other side of that darkest of the dark, of looking through the void and piercing through it, sorting out the shit. Coming back, not because I'm doing it out of stubbornness, but because, oh babe, I found my light in the darkness. Pretty fucking spectacular. So at the end, we will be doing an activation for you, so receive that as you will. And I will tell you, we talk a bit about that C word in here, and it's not cancer. Uh, Cancer stellium over here, I celebrate that C word quite a bit. There's another C word that's out there, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of our experiences from people who made different choices myself included. So if that bothers you anyway, this is your time to step out. It's totally cool. Love you. If you want to stick around, I think you should. I want you to light a bowl, light a joint, light a candle. Get that element of fire going as you also might get yourself some tea. Something warm to move out of your everyday and into the sacred with me. Episode 51 of your Cosmic Mama podcast is next. See you inside. Hello? Hello! (laughs) Calling in from the void. Well, fuck, it hasn't even been the void, but we're going to get into all of that today. So, uh, hey, and welcome. And as I reflect on, like, the insecurity, massive fucking insecurity that seized me after doing that last podcast, because it was the first video podcast. And you can see that video on Spotify. Um, You can also rate me on Spotify. So hey, Cosmic Mama, you wanna give that thing some love and some stars so that more people can find us? Oh yeah, so I'm gonna take a breath and we're gonna open sacred space because we should never um, journey into, certainly into the abyss, but um, we want this to be outside of your ordinary reality. Fair. Uh, and also a very clear caveat. I have got a little gato who is running around here. She is so happy. We're having a very cold snow day. Um, so if you hear her, like, it's human. Fair? So let's just open some sacred space. And I'm intentionally choosing this instrument because I wasn't happy with how loud that last one got. But this is your moment to drop in. To allow yourself to expand beyond the cellular walls of your skin. To take up all of your space, boo. And for anything that might be troubling you, plaguing you, irritating you, just toss it into the void. should we start all that again jesus christ hey 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 starting all that again take two oh hey hello uh at least that's what it sounded like from over here because i have been in the void and we're gonna be talking about that descent and the necessity of descending in order to ascend today because it's a crucial teaching and it's one that um, I've now been initiated into, boo. But first, we're going to open some sacred space. 
because we always want to gather here together, you and I, in a place that is held by spirit, in a place that is beyond the mental, beyond our everyday. And I think maybe that's why I freaked the fuck out last time because I did my first video podcast, episode 50. But um, you can only see that podcast on Spotify. Uh, and while you're on Spotify, you want to go give me some stars, please. You can rate us there now. It's not only Apple who's got this game. Thank you very much. And those stars help other people find us because um, my purpose is kind of like to be this thing. To be the I am. To show you how to be the I am. Um, so the more people who can find us, well, you know, it helps. Uh, it helps this thing move along. It helps the activations whatever way they come in. You like that? See, now you can see all the goofy shit that I'm doing over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sacred space, love. Would you like to join me? Please. Thank you. And they're asking today that you breathe through spine. They want these energies to flow up and down through spine. Giving permission to move any stuckness. Giving you permission to move fully the fuck into your now. There's nowhere else to be. Oh, thanks. They also asked that we set an intention that Andy be supported today, that everything come through from source, and that you receive today something that is exactly precious and what you need to move forward. Good. I want you to bring that breath all the way up from the center of the earth, all the way up through your body, through the spine, up into the crown. Hmm. But maybe invite your highest self just a little bit closer, please. And I want you to relax into that presence, into that union of your divine and of your human, human union. <laughs> Wowee. Um, so I'm pretty jazzed about what I'm ready to share with you today because I've been sitting on it for days. No joke, days. Uh, I've got it outlined. I've got resources. I've got notes because... Thanks. Let's just start there. We're going to call this a little bit of the descent. The descent of Anana. And I don't know enough about the Anana myth to pull that all the way in, but I can recognize now I have been on the descent for the last two years, teaching ascension, aspiring for something of the light that felt better, but that hasn't been my reality. And it's really frustrating because um, parts of me knows better and parts of me were absolutely right to go through it as I did. So here's the biggie, ready for it? Okay, let's start out. Little Biggie. Little Biggie was, after that last podcast that I did, that was the first video podcast, I went into depression. And that kind of depression were like seized with insecurities. What the fuck? I was so judgmental of myself. I was so 
critical of how I showed up. Because I don't want to ever just be fucking messy. And yet, what I've been learning over the last couple of weeks, the mess is just as divine as the pristine. Uh, The words that exactly came through, it was so sweet. They're like, is the exhale any more precious than the inhale? Why do you judge either side of it? So I can remember uh, what I've been put here to do is to be a way shower. Uh, I sat in that this morning and I'm like, what? How do I show the way? Um, Am I doing it with light? Am I doing it with fire? Like, what's the element through which um, I'm carving this path? (laughs) Yuck. Okay, gross. Stop it. So uh, let's go into this depression thing because uh, maybe you found yourself there in the last two years. So let's talk about my descent. Uh, Again, my experience, not yours. Uh, If you are hypersensitive to things, well, maybe you don't want to listen. I'm not oversharing gross details, but I'm certainly sharing opinions because yo, fucking podcast. That's what I get to do here. That's the safe place for me to express. So I've been in this depression. Everything's felt hard for two years. I can hear this idea of like, well, just shake it off. Like people are having an amazing time. Everything's happening just as it should be. Like, why can't you just change your mind? I couldn't fucking change my mind until I could recognize what the pain was. You want to know what the pain was? Persecution, motherfuckers. Persecution. And even as I say it, it's not, um, it's old. It's old for priestesses, it's old for women. This idea that we must hide ourselves. I have hidden myself for two years. Um, Hidden myself because my beliefs do not match up with that of the collective right now. As an unvaccinated person, I have struggled And like, how much do I need to divulge? Do I need to tell that person so they can choose whether it's safe to be around me or not? I went to a party uh, at one point and there were two women that got up and left when I arrived. It's fucking weird. People who I have known, people I would broken bread with and been at significant life events with. So I know that... um, I get to have my opinion and I get to choose what's right for me. And I have done that. Um, And I continue going back to understanding why this is right for me. Because when there's the masses, um, and let's not even make it the masses, right? Let's not make it that big. When the people that are important in my life, other me, I've gotten used to that in some ways, but with this, if I want to engage with them, then I've got to go through these extra steps. Uh, That's a lot of what was going on for me. Summer, fall, winter of 2021. So I've hidden myself. And in that hiding, I abdicated life purpose. You want to hear that word? Let's get to the definition of persecution, though, because um, I think for me, this is where I needed to break it down, right? Like, where is my pain? Where is it that I've been hiding? Where is it that I've been apologizing for my fucking mere existence? Uh, Persecution was finally the word that I got to. So persecution, to oppress for holding an opinion or adherence to a particular creed. To pursue, torment, open legal action against to follow, 
to pursue, to hunt down. And I don't know if you're like me, uh, you may have a very different experience in the past couple of years, which is great. You may have made different choices with your body. That is great. Um, I'm not here to uh, claim any of that, but the persecution wound <sighs> almost knocked me off the fucking planet. Uh, I can remember a few years ago uh, in working with Magdalene quite a bit and her promise that this was not a life of persecution. This was the life of joy. This was the life of purpose. So as I have this recognition, I might have felt betrayed even by her. And the persecution is not often a literal persecution. It's a perceived persecution. It is me othering myself. Um, so going to that fucking Tool concert, hey, hey, I realized that all of these barriers that I had put up to being in the world were completely false. I needed to show a negative COVID test. Cool, I can do that. Nobody's paying attention because those loves are paying paid $14 an hour, $15 an hour. They don't fucking care. And once you get in there, nobody's like, ooh, who are you? So this othering that I have done was to make other people feel safe, was to, this has never happened before, was to try and figure out um, what the right thing is. What is the right thing? Okay, this is Hoot. Uh, Hoot is obviously making her uh, appearance today. Hi, love. She's been very talky. Um, it's pretty cold. She might also be a little bit lonely. So, hey, um, if, you, if, <laughs> if you see a cat, anus, hey, chocolate flower, uh, you're welcome. Maybe that's exactly what you needed in your day to break up. Uh, and this podcast is not going to be entirely heavy. This is um, my process and my recognition because actually what we get to is pretty fucking good. Uh, so in my depression, it hit pretty much an all-time low after I recorded the last podcast. Um, and that all-time low for me wasn't one of choosing to take myself off the planet. I don't go that dramatic. I also know that there's like... Um, Thanks. I know the consequences of suicide. I'm not never suicidal, FYI, uh, but I have big feels. And those big feels are um, all-encompassing and demand total fucking attention. Cool. Um, thanks. The other thing that's coming in right here is the vulnerability with which I am asked to participate. It's never fucking comfortable. Um, I don't get excited to sit down and be like, hey, watch all of this. I understand, I hope I understand, um, that in my doing so, it gives permission for others to as well. That hopefully in my vulnerability as a path of service, it gives you permission to be okay exactly where you are too. Because if that's not working that way, fuck, then we can just stop this whole thing right now. But I think that's kind of what we're doing. So the depression that I was in um, was all-encompassing. I couldn't understand, like, I couldn't label why it was so big. Um, but after two years um, and two heartbreaks in that time, too. So, like, again, not 
not a pity party, but uh, it wasn't just an experience of COVID. It wasn't just being a single mom during a pandemic. It wasn't just my business being uh, shaken to the core more than once. It was all of the past life traumas of being persecuted, which seemed very real. So as I was getting down into some of these core places, Recognizing what it was, that was step number one. Um, and it did feel like this slow spiral descent. Um, because I'm pretty fucking bright and shiny. I know that. I don't try to be bright and shiny. Like, my natural default is kind of playful and kind of innocent and kind of goofy. And uh, I love this world. I love this life. I love this body. I love showing up. I love being with you. And I love what the fuck we're about to do. Can I say that too? Like, oh my God, y'all. Okay. Uh, in this descent, I found myself, I think it was in the month of February, 2022, in this spiral. And that spiral, as you may have heard in episode 50, uh, wasn't going good. And I'm like, oh fuck, like how long do we have to stay here? Uh... <laughs> Things weren't getting better. There was very little hope left. Uh, two, two, really beautiful day of good hope. Uh, that Leo full moon. Oh, fuck. That's when I came back. Hey, Leo. Thanks. And I started it by recognizing, like, what the thing was. And then I spent a day screaming. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, told the cats, lit some copal, banged a fucking drum and screamed for about three hours. Uh, my voice sounded super sexy the next day because I couldn't talk at all because I had just expelled. And I wasn't expelling or expressing that anger at anyone. But I could feel so much of it that was caught up in cognitive dissonance. Ooh, that's a very nice word, you guys. The cognitive dissonance of, am I doing the right thing? Am I putting the people I love in harm? Are my choices somehow the wrong choices where I'm the asshole here? So all of my actions have been through this very carefully filtration system of rightness. And I think I've acted right, but I've gotten hurt a lot in that acting right. Um, and let me say, I know my choices are right for me. How I engage with other my experience of being othered by them. Um, and I'll tell you the place where it got real fucking ugly was with my mom. And my mom's brother had COVID as an unvaccinated individual. I want to be careful with my words. She didn't wish him death, but she certainly was of the, well, if he dies, it serves him right. That was super scary for me and I didn't know it was so scary. That was Christmas. As I listened to my mom on the phone with multiple members of her family gossiping in this way of, well, it serves him right. And I'm like, hey, what the fuck? So that betrayal by my mother that I still have not had a conversation with her about because... Uh, when I try to have real conversations about my experience of reality, because fuck yeah, Canada Convoy! Like, oh my God, yes. Um, Ivermectin has helped more than one of my family members. Like, 
Cool. I'm happy to be fucking French. I've always been French. What's new bitches? No problem. But trying to share my experience, my joys, my hope with my mother. She's like, well, you know, none of those things are right, Andrea. Where else is there to go except to withdraw? So for a being who participates in intimacy as a way of being, there were fewer and fewer places of the people who claimed to love me with whom I could be intimate because they don't believe it. Okay. Um, and that is also to say there are those of you who I fucking love, who get me and who have held me. And I don't want it ever to be this place where like, because of our beliefs, we are different. I'm not behaving that way. I mean, I may have in my perceived persecution. I can own that. Um, but I'm not judging you guys for choices. I'm not judging those who choose different because that's fucked up. But there's also a frequency of fear from some people that I love that I can't participate in. Like it's too thick, it's too hard, I can't go there. It's destructive to me to dip down into that frequency. So I have had to isolate in many ways and continue to like show up where I am. So we have this big, beautiful fucking scream fest. I was on Monday before that full moon. The full moon was Wednesday. Um, I just had this uh, sweet little gato climb her way onto my body while uh, <laughs> piercing multiple holes in my thigh to do so. Uh, but it's kind of a good reset too. You can tell that I'm having trouble and you can tell that I'm talking about these things and I don't mean to be doing it so circular, but uh, this is also my healing process. So maybe uh, it helps you as well. So getting through uh, the screaming fest, I moved a lot of the anger out of my body. I identified what was the cause of said anger and isolation. And then, ooh, that Leo moon where we had yet another snowstorm. So I was supposed to have um, an evening with a girlfriend that night and instead we ended up canceling and I'm like, oh, it's great. And what I can say of that Leo full moon is it was when the shadows revealed themselves to me. Um, my beautiful, magnificent 14 year old daughter tried to take her life last fall. I don't say that for dramatic pause, but saying it is super scary still. So in conversations where she feels increasingly safer to share what happened and why uh, that felt like the choice. I realize how I betrayed her as well. So this betrayal of the mother was one piece of what was revealed to me. The other piece of what was revealed to me is um, <laughs> she's lived in the basement as teenagers like to do, right? Having all of her own space. The basement in which she was living was a space that I had set up for my twin flame when he had lived here. The grief of his leaving left me broken. So the space that I created for my lover, my daughter chose to inhabit and didn't have a space that was hers. 
And in that full moon, what was revealed. And it's funny because uh, how it was revealed is what's almost equally important here. But what was revealed, um, I will share with you because this is the process of vulnerability. Is that I couldn't see her pain. My pain was so fucking big. Um, that I failed her. So that has been part of my ascent and part of my choice to come back into this world to fix for her what wasn't done for me. Uh, thanks. Process up. More important. I was down in the basement and I had just smoked a bowl. And you know, sometimes whenever you smoke weed and then all of a sudden it's like that whoosh of like paranoia that comes on. That was it. And sitting in the basement, I didn't freak out by the paranoia. I asked it to show itself to me. And the way it showed itself to me was it showed me the contours of shadow. It didn't reveal it all. Uh, you just got the sneak peek of what was being revealed. But I could just feel this thing that felt really bad in my body. And I'm like, oh, God. Tendency, normal human tendency, uh, retract from that. Avoid that, run from that. I know that's not the way. So instead, I leaned into it. Hmm. And what I have recognized is that since I began meditating in October, uh, meditation, really good for this lady, by the way, I'd been throwing all of my stuff into the void. Somna, I am really good fucking practice. But if I wanted to come back into the world, as I do, a world that is of my own creation, a world that I was uh, born and bred to help bring in. Throwing that shit into the void and walking away wasn't enough. I had to look at the shit. Hey, Leo. And with that tiger energy and with that lioness energy, so much was revealed to me. None of it comfortable, none of it sweet, none of it kind. And I realized in that place, it was what I want to call my rock bottom. And I'm going to give you some, uh, yeah, thanks. The descent. I'm spiraling here at the bottom. In order to come back up, I have to fucking make peace with what is down there. Not just walk away from it and think it's done. Whew. I've been reading uh, this week womb awakening remember that did you read womb awakening i'll make sure we have a link for it too because it's fucking phenomenal and what i read in womb awakening that relates to this so we're in this spiral right it's the descent of anana it's going into the underworld uh once i found myself spiraling there um, and my friend marilyn has also been very helpful of like hey ask all the time like am i just looping on something because we are finishing up so many fucking karmic loops right now. The things that we are cleaning up, y'all, this is not just like lighthouse keeping. Uh-uh, this is like back of the fucking closet, look under the floor, lift up all the boards and clean it out. This is the level of shadow work that we're in right now. So the thing that pierced through, and that was the only way that I could say it, was like I could see the contours of shadows revealing themselves to me. Uh, but the languaging of this from womb awakening. There's a cervical eye of death. Mm. The space that is older than the sun gods, the cosmic eye of creation. 
the pupil that is the womb that births gods and men. Oh. So in that place of void, there has to be the reckoning as well. For me, it feels like piercing through that cervical eye of death. Um, I may have talked last time about the recognition that as a 52 gene key, my life path is stillness, which pissed me off. And I'm like, what the fuck did that mean? Cervical eye of death. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know how to be in the shadows. That's what I was put here to do. And it's not, um, mm, thanks. Hold on. Hold on. You want to go here? Ooh, hey. Shadows are not without light. Because when you really spend enough time in the darkness, <laughs> you'll find the black glow. You'll find this luminosity in the darkness. Ooh, yeah. Um, I think we'll probably do an activation of that for us today. But I want us to recognize in that space the black glow, the black light, the black darkness. Is that it? I don't know. There's all these lovely words that I've been playing with for it. Whew. It is true yin. And my friend Larissa said this to me too, because I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm back in the yin. Like, that's all I could say. Um, and that's been January, February. So anybody who has been on Patreon, I haven't done shit over there. I am so sorry. Uh, and I say, I don't say sorry as like a platitude, uh, brush it off. I had no capacity to do anything. So I kept going to this place of like surrender. It must be fine. Okay. Uh, things are not fine. I haven't surrendered enough. Um, and then Larissa's brilliant recognition was, when you're in true yin, everything becomes magnetic. Oh, nothing is magnetic. I have not been in true yin. I've just been in this like fucking death spiral, looping, until I got to uh, that moon. Hmm. And for me, I can certainly say that was rock bottom in many ways. I don't know uh, when I had been that low, when I had been that broke, when I had been that insecure, when I had been that apologetic for my mere existence and trying to force my way out of it or trying to show up bright and shiny felt so fucking phony. So I gave myself permission to let it return to me the true light, the true joy that I am. So the Andy Murphy show, <laughs> isn't it funny that that's what it's called in my head? Um, it's when I show up and it's when I show up in bright and shiny. It's whenever I do like, hey, hair and makeup and I'm feeling like sassy and cute. And when I'm not, I hide because I have thought that my only value was being the show. So the show's dead. I choose to be this because I am this. It is an expression of my bright and shiny. It is an expression of my truth and of my joy and of my presence in this world. But I can't fake it because that's insincere and it's completely contrary to uh, who I want to be in this world. I'm not going to slather that shit on and just show up. So it didn't show up. But is the exhale any less sacred than the inhale?
So my value is not just being in shiny. My value is in being. And sometimes that being is uh, <laughs> sorting through a shit. Necessarily, crucially. So what I've been playing with, um, I guess that was in January where I really stepped away from priestess and like, I don't know what the fuck do I choose to be. Um, I have cut all cords. I think if more show up, I'll continue to cut them. I've burned all oaths. I continue just like clearing and clearing and clearing um, and anchoring into saw. Only my highest self, only my divine self. Um, and then you add a little bit of like uh, tantric solo practices. Oh, hey, what the fuck do I rise to be? Uh, the tantric practices. Uh, and I'll make sure that you have that podcast where Aubrey Marcus and his wife, Violana, I think that's her name, um, and Layla Martin are having a conversation. Oh, my gosh. It. Wow. Yeah. Hey, hey, my pleasure is not outside of me. I've outsourced joy for a long time. And now I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> excuse me, clear the morning. Um, I remember where my joy is. And let's be totally honest about this. Anytime that you are engaging in any type of tantric uh, breath work, sincere spiritual healing, sexual healing, that's the word I meant, sincere sexual healing, your traumas will must, will must, your traumas must be sorted out. They must be accounted for. They will rise. You'll feel them in you like resistance, and that's where you've got to lean in. So, um, so many of these things that I've been playing in are all just pointing back to the same place. And when I get into like the stillness, oh, wait, now I remember. And I really do. Um, I was frustrated by that uh, stillness is my purpose thing until I talked to my friend Catherine Skaggs. Maybe you remember Catherine. And Catherine reminded me that in the Mayan is it the Mayan Cosmic Oracle deck? I don't know. I'll find it for you. It's so fucking good. It's just like your Akbal. What? Huh? Huh? What? Akbal. So I've been learning from that. The magnetic frequency that is real and true. This thing that is older than the light. Mm. Not without light. But you must navigate in those darkest of dark spaces through senses other than sight. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. You must navigate those darkest of dark spaces with only your feeling alone. Feeling and intuition. And when your feelings have been clouded with shit, harder to navigate. So baby, I'm fucking back because that's where I choose to be. Um, so what I feel right now, uh, and I'll put up a picture as well of my aura photo that was taken uh, last weekend. Oh, wait, there I am. There I am. So it's this ascent of Anana. It's this, and let's not even put Anana on it. I love Anana on it for womb awakening. To awaken, one first has to fully descend into the body, into the psyche, into full Gaian consciousness. Hmm. The descent was so frightening to religion, it promoted ascension only. We don't get to the ascension without descending. And I've heard and understood this before in theory. 
I have probably even taught it in theory. But now I've gone through the full initiation. I know what that descent is. I know what that cervical eye of death is. Cool. And now I'm ready to ascend. Um, and this ascension, as we've talked about over and over, it's not leaving this planet. It's bringing and anchoring a different frequency of light onto this planet. I wanted to make sure that I got uh, both the book and this frequency of Akbal coming in right for us. So the Mayan Oracle, a galactic language of light. Fuck the fuck yeah. Uh, this is a book that whenever Catherine shared it with me many years ago, it's never left my side. So I'm going to read to you just a little bit about this energy of Akbal as it's been revealing itself to me. And I say this kind of, uh, you know, like three steps up <laughs> of my ascent, recognizing, yes, it's purpose and yes, it's path and my experience, my initiations in here will continue. But the one word that Catherine offered instead of like this just darkness and the stillness was sanctuary. Ooh, I am sanctuary. The place that I inhabit, the way that I move in this world is as sanctuary. The womb and the tomb, the house. You all cancer, huh? And the way we talk about this dark light I am the darkness that is the light. I am the stillness that is the dancing by T.S. Eliot. From the darkness emerges the essence of self. As we've practiced that here within our Egyptian. As we would practice that here within our Egyptian understanding of things, it's the Sa, the truest self, the center of self, the droplet of divine that you are. From the depths of stillness flows the current that carries you into the rhythm of the universal dream. So when I can get over my judgment of a path of stillness or life purpose of stillness, and I sit in this place, I can embrace all that. I've always been... Uh, I think the occult was like the first entry point for me. Let me back up. As a kid, uh, I was reading books about UFOs. I was reading books about how to be psychic. So all of this always fascinated me. And it was like, there's no opportunity to uh, get terribly off track in this life. But it was Wicca that was first and uh, some form of the occult. It's walking through the shadows. Shisahat, who is the mystery of the mysteries. Cool. And those mysteries, as we've talked about, they're not seen. They're through initiation alone. They're through braving, facing the depths of that darkness and seeing what you come out of it with. I want to give one more context for us and what the shit looks like. <laughs> I don't know if you joined us over on Saged for the full moon in December, January. January. It was the Cancer full moon. Oof. Oof. We talked a lot in that initiation about the decay. 
that these stages of death that we go through, it's never just going to be like a one and done death process. You have to clean the shit up somehow, right? This is also what we would call karma. So are we gonna clean this shit up in a conscious state or are we gonna clean this shit up on the other side and deal with it as Bardot or leave it for all of our family members? I don't know. Um, I choose to clean my shit up over and over, but I want just that word of decay to also be a place that you learn from. Um, I, in my decay, recognize it's the ancestral patterns that are in me. Um, there are patterns of laziness. There are patterns of uh, not taking care of my oral health as much as I need to. There are patterns of overeating. There are patterns of comfort, like feels like slovenly at times. And I'm like, wait, that's not me. Like, I know that's not me, but that is the karma that was passed down to me in getting this body. Um, and I could feel that in re the recognition of the decay, of like, oh gosh, it's getting bad. Oh gosh, it's getting worse. That felt so scary and I could feel so many of my ancestors were stuck there. So through my ability to move through those places of decay, and isn't that interesting, that would have been um, almost a month ago then, right? If we're going from full moon cycle to full moon cycle, like January to February, that place of decay was where I was and I didn't realize it until right now until we can see and feel within there what it is that is so repulsive and so scary and so shameful. Oh God, you want to put that word on it? Because that's a totally fair word to put on it. So let's my love do a little bit of activation, shall we, to learn this space of Akbal. And as we move into this activation, I will remind you, no driving. This is uh, something that you can take as deep or as light as you want may come back to it again and again but for right now moving even deeper into the sacred to receive gift maybe you want to set an intention for yourself of what you'd like to experience or heal now so this opportunity is as productive as possible that eye now from the third eye from your forehead down through your body 
and into the abyss of second chakra. be going on there. We're just here to gather information now. Not judgment. Maybe you deepen your breath. Maybe you need to wiggle or move. And whether you're a man or a woman, There's all of the genetic patterning, cellular masses that are rich in programs and details. You can find one piece that reveals itself that you're willing to maybe loosen up a bit today. magnetically draw your attention to it. This is not a mental exercise. You don't need to figure anything out. And as that pattern, that shame, that wound is revealed to you, into the blackest of the black of the black. I want you to find the stillness that is uncomfortable. to be present with it is what will free it. Not sorting it out, not journaling it out. Your love is the attention it seeks.
celebrating in your whole body what has been witnessed and freed. Celebrate your courage. Celebrate the return of this gift. you but every time after I get through with these I'm like oh that felt good uh, the medicine that comes through is through me not of me but I get to receive it too and that felt real good so I'll make sure that you have a list of these resources that you can look out for uh, the books and Akbal. I'm sure you got something super potent in there if you want to tell me about it if you're on Spotify you know you can leave me messages anytime right uh, and Spotify I intentionally chose and fuck yeah because Joe Rogan was coming here I love Joe total bro in here um, or at least my masculine self is so I'm really proud to be a part of the Spotify family because this is also where I get to do video podcasts with you for the first time it also has its own ratings now I think all of this is great fucking news because we need a platform and a place where all 
uh, Neil, I fucking miss ya. Old man, get on with your life. It's cool. Old man, my favorite Neil Young song. Oh my God. Um, Cinnamon Girl. Like, I can go on and on about Neil Young and my love for him. And uh, keep rocking in a free world is all I can say with like, it's cool. We're all making different choices right now. But here on Spotify, you can leave me some feedback. Happy to be here. And, uh, and you get to talk to me more directly that way too, which is kind of fun. So, uh, you know, I know all you little Apple babies, it's fine, but you can play different with us over here if you're here. Uh, until next time, my love, be so good to you. I hope all of this is beneficial. If you're over on Patreon, I think I'll be back. <laughs> I think March, I'll finally fucking be back and we'll be coming through with more activations, with more initiations. And my books are open too. I don't know if you saw that. The Hey, I'm going to turn you on because I found my light again. I don't know if found is the right word, but uh, I'm on fire. And I'm here to turn you on to see what you're meant to be and to help you become it in this world. Because my job is projector. I'm just moving fucking chess pieces on the board. I just need you to be in place to do this thing that you do so good. I'm like, fuck yeah, we got you there. Uh, being able to share in those sacred spaces with you. Ooh, yes. It's so good. Um, and if you type in Cosmic Mama when you're booking your private ceremony, you can save a little bit of money. I think it's $22 off if you type in Cosmic Mama when you book your private ceremony. So however you choose to engage here, I'm here for it all. Here to witness, here to celebrate, here to love, and here to keep fucking being vulnerable. Because... Um, to me, it feels at least authentic in some ways that I don't think the rest of the world is. So uh, I also like this format where you're like, you can see me talking now. This is not just some fucking AI hiding behind a camera, hiding behind a fucking microphone. Nope. Um, it also means that I don't get to show up in my PJs anymore. Uh, that's just vanity. I, I feel better whenever I um, show up for you. Show up for me. Till next time, my love. <laughs>